0: Vossie here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live 6am to 9am weekdays. Just tune your radio to 1170am in Sydney.
1: Yes, we are back for the final hour of the program. Vossi, of course, coming out of Las Vegas, I think floor 52 of Resort World and uh, things are going a little bit haywire. Um Fossey's been great for the first hour and a half. (laughs) You you can hear me, Andrew. But before you say anything, uh, let me introduce, for the first time this year, great to have him back, uh, the GOAT, Cameron Smith, joining the program. Cam,
2: how are you, mate? Good morning, boys. Great to be back on air. Um, Seems like a long time since since we last spoke. But, uh, yeah, good. The footy's back. A couple of great games of footy yesterday. Uh, Preseason competition was great as well. Good to hear Your voices, boys. Uh, you know what? Um, it's good to hear your voice too,
1: and it has been. A, it has been. A, it's been a long summer, um, and uh, w- so what have you been up to? Like for it's because it's been three months at least. Mm, mm. At least.
2: Yeah. No. Uh, a lot of running around, uh, chasing my children. They, they've been flat out playing their sports. Um, a little bit of golf, brandy as mm-hmm. well. Good. So, uh, trying to bring that handicap down a little bit. It's not. It's not moving that fast, but. That comes in handy on the comp days, I must admit, um, <laughs> to have the high handicap. But, uh, no, just trying to relax. It was a big year last year with the footy um, and, and well, the commitments going on. But, um, yeah, just uh, just well, trying to relax a little bit. It's been very wet up here in southeast Queensland, though. So. Yeah, okay. Hot,
1: humid. Um, oh, hot and yep. humid. Yep. Mm. Um, so one of the things that I, I did pick up over the summer, and you, you spoke about it being a big year. And mm. uh, I'm here. Vossi? Good
0: morning. You, you join. You're, you're back. Yeah. Good, good morning. Good We've afternoon. Can I just say, I, I probably it should have clicked to me, boys, when I went to the T Mobile shop mm. that the bloke was dressed as Elvis, who sold me the uh, bit of equipment for 500 Australian. So I, I think I, I think I've been scammed. I'm holding this little thing that may as well now be a doorstop or a door wedge from T Mobile. Thanks a bloody lot, guys. Um, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. 500. So mm. so
1: we've got you on via the phone now. So you are just you're just on your <laughs> phone. The the, the the gear's packed it in. Uh Cameron, just back to what yes. I was saying and, and about mm. uh it being a busy 2023. Mm. Uh you've decided to step aside from Origin.
2: Uh yes, that's right, Brandy. Yeah, so I spoke with Billy um oh, about 6 weeks ago now. Um big decision though, you know, mm. giving up that opportunity and and you know yourself, Brandy, you've you've now um finished up with the blues but because that's a it's a privileged position, right? To be to be involved with the calibre of players and at that level of football in state of origin, it's it's as big as it gets. But um, it was just a a timing thing. It was just sort of I'm a bit time poor at the moment, um, given you know the the commitments with you know, my own work, but uh, also the children as well. Um, as I said, they're very busy with their own sport, and I've taken on a new role. I'm, I'm, I'm coaching the under 15s Corrumban Eagles footy side. So okay. um,
1: I've,
2: I've thrown my hat in the ring to be a coach, but not at the, you know, sort of elite level of NRL or state of origin. It's, it's going back to grass footy and it's been great. I've, we've been um, training now for about five weeks and um, it, it's been nice to go back to, you know, that, that junior level and, and watch, just watch the young, young boys and girls run around, um, you know, twice a week, you know, they, they, come home from school, they get their footy gear on, they get down to the local footy club and they're just there having fun, mm. you know, and it sort of takes you back to, you know, all those years back where you were playing your junior football and, and sort of a reminder of how fun it it actually was, you know, when you're a teenager playing footy.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think one of the great things as a parent is to uh, watch your kids play sport. And it doesn't matter what sport it is, you know, whether it's basketball, yep. Uh, yep. whether it's touch footy, whether it's, you know, footy, uh, anything. Cricket, but watching your kids play sport is uh, very rewarding. It ca- can be nerve-wracking too. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> the older they get, the, the, the bigger the kids get, the harder the hits, you know. Yep. So you, yep. you sort of wear it both sides. But I, I understand, Cam, I, I coached two of my boys, two of the four. I coached two of them for sort of – I spent, uh, you know, about 10 years in junior mm. league. It was mm. fantastic.
2: How did you go? How did you go with the nerves? Like, was it um, more nerve wracking for you coaching your boys than it was when when you played first grade? Yeah, or, probably. Or probably origin? was. Yeah, yes,
1: yeah. that's yes. how I feel too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know how you felt. Like, I, I, I'm more nervous now as a watcher of footy than I was as a player of <laughs> footy. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's your kids playing or whether it's your mm. team playing, um, mm. but uh, it's it's one of the great things you can do. The Vegas reaction now. Now yes. the, the build-up was enormous, and mm-hmm. and I kept thinking, "Wow, well, I hope I hope the games. You know, we're talking about round one games. Yep. Will they live up to it? There was a lot of chat about the narrow field, and uh, you know, possible you know someone hurting, get getting hurt, uh, being mm. that close. When I saw it, I went, "Oh wow, that. Gee, I hope no one gets hurt." Um, yep. It it lived up to everything, didn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it it exceeded a, a lot of people's expectations. Certainly, might I when I found out we were going over there at first, I was a little bit skepti- skeptical about the entire um, idea and, and you know, the process of getting over there and getting the four teams ready to go and what sort of quality sort of games we we're going to um, showcase that, that was, I guess what everyone was a little bit nervous about. As you mentioned, Brandy being, you know, those early matches, sometimes it can be a little bit clunky, a little bit messy, but I'll I tell you what, you, you got to take your hats off to the, the four teams that went over. It was fantastic. I, you know, I sat down and watched both games yesterday and I, I could not take my eyes off the, off the TV. It, it was so good. Especially, I, I really found the first game, Manly and, and the Rabbitohs, very entertaining. It was, you know, mm. We love seeing tries scored, right? <laughs> and there's lots of points scored in that game and a lot of open-style footy. Um, I think it was a huge, huge success. Um, and I'm sure, I was actually sitting there and I was thinking to myself, if I was still playing, um and i wasn't involved in these four sides that went over i'd be sitting back thinking jeez i wish we get an invitation in in the next couple of years i'd love to get over there and just experience that that one off opportunity of of playing somewhere like las vegas
1: andrew are you still with us
0: <laughs> oh yeah I'm loving loving the chat. chat, (laughs) You can can fire a question if you want. Boys, I'm currently walking out towards the (laughs) desert to see if I get a better signal. (laughs) I'm just walking. (laughs) Um, We've lost. You can call me Doug for the rest of the show. We've lost Doug. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a mattress now. Like, seriously, T-Mobile, get your act together, pull your socks up. We got that segment today, pull your socks oh, up, dear. T-Mobile. Cameron, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. David Riccio came mm-hmm. on our program after mm-hmm. 7 o'clock this morning Yep, and said it will be sooner rather than later that the NRL will look to um, work out which teams come here next year. Now, one of our yeah. uh, listeners quite rightly pointed out, well, who the Premier is will affect that because the World Club Challenge, would that be part of here? If it's played somewhere else, well, that team couldn't come. Who do mm. you think? What's the short list for teams? Are they are they all eligible? Do you think they're all leading contenders or are there some more than others that should be here next? I'm going to put forward the Warriors. I think the Warriors mm. should be here next year.
2: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think they're well, number one, they're an entertaining footy side to watch, right? So, it's it's all about the product and and what we take over there and and what we want to showcase to, to the new audience like and we're, and we're targeting Americans. That's it's no doubt about that, um, because of the large TV audience that they can bring to our game. Um, so Warriors most definitely throw them in, um, but I don't know, I don't think I don't think it needs to be a, a certain pool of, of clubs. Um, you know certainly you, I guess naturally you, you're targeting. The sides that do well the previous season, I, I'm, I'm guessing. You know, you don't want to be sort of taking the teams that that don't do so so well because then you sort of you're not sure what type of product you're going to get, what type of performance you're going to get in that in that game because you want high quality football matches. What we seen yesterday, um, but I, you know, I, I think I'm not too sure if you ask all the coaches coaches around the competition how. Um, excited, they would be about the prospect of you know taking their sides over. I think they they most coaches would much prefer to be settled in Australia, not have their teams travel so far away, play a game, travel home, have a week off, and then get back into the season. I think they'd, they'd much prefer to stay in Australia with their preparations for the season. But as a player, like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get too much better than those scenes that we seen yesterday. The pitches were fantastic, the games were great. Um, and, and as I said I'm a, I'm a retired player now like I, I retired three years ago um, but I would have I would have jumped at the opportunity to go over and, and play in that game
1: mm. okay so if you looked if you if you thought that you were going to send the teams that did did well the previous year mm. I, I guess well the Warriors would be one um, and if you're talking about because you'd as David Riccio said to us cam he said well mm. you know the league would want to get on the front foot and and get Get the sides out there pretty quickly, like not yeah. wait until the end of the no. year. So, so then you'd be looking at the Warriors, the Storm, the Panthers, possibly Newcastle, who finished yep. fifth last year. The, yeah, you know, they're, they're four teams, three out of the top four.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think those those four teams would, would be great for the game to go over. Um, you know, but in saying that, you know, we're talking about that issue with the, the team winning the competition. Those those four we just named, they'll be in the hunt again this year. Mm. you know as well as you know the the teams that went a, went across um over the last week um to Vegas including the Broncos and you know Manly look fantastic as well rabidos are always there about so um i think uh you know i think you you need to take into account the you know the, what they've done in the previous season but I, I do agree with um with yourself Brandy and and, and Dave about let's 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 get some teams locked away now mm. because by doing by doing that it, it gives those clubs time to prepare for that that travel um, you know organizing all the logistical stuff for overseas but also it gives their fans an opportunity to start to, to start locking in you know their yeah. travel their itinerary they can book some early flights they can book accommodation they can book a whole sort of mm-hmm. package to go over there and 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 maybe we see like the, the crowd we got was fantastic like 40,000 over in United States for a doubleheader NRL game was great maybe if we give that that bit more time um where teams are locked away yep we might get 60,000 who knows I I think I think
1: yeah and and we I've sort of compared it to what people thought of magic round initially well you know it was good (laughs) it was good but then all of a sudden you know you you're talking about magic round this year where everyone wants to be part of it like it's Mm. just and I'm sure that will happen with Vegas uh one of the one of the, the the things that well there wasn't many you know downers throughout the the mm. whole preparation the games yesterday, but one uh, one moment from Spencer Lenu allegedly yep. um you know he's uh what do you think should happen if it's proven that uh you know Spencer has said what has been reported
2: yeah well look yeah you know, if, if it's proven he's in a lot of strife mm. I, I think it's simple as that brandy it's simple as that you know we, the the league. Um, the commission, I think, uh, the the league community as a whole take you know, racism very seriously. Um, you know, we've seen it in the past with with abuse that players have copped from from fans um, across the fence, um, and they've been treated accordingly. And I don't think it, it changes whether you're it's it's player to player,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know. So it's it's unfortunate given given what a great. Um, experience this was for our game overseas, and now for this to just to be hanging over it like a like a like a dark cloud, it's unfortunate. And it yeah, you know, if it happened, and you know, it seemed like Ezra Mam and and these teammates were were quite strong about the allegation. Um, it's just ordinary. It's it's ordinary on on the part of Spencer Lenu. You know, for him to do that and, and think that's okay. Um, so he'll be. If it's, pro- if it's proven that he, that he actually said it, he'll be treated um, and dealt with accordingly. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of opinions flying around at the moment. You know, I've seen some saying, you know it's, it's, you know, it's bad get it out of the game. Others saying, look, you know, they're men. It happened in the heat of battle. Just get on with it. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is Ezra Mams, mm. and how it affected him. And, and, and obviously it, it affected him deeply. So I think that it needs to be dealt with accordingly.
0: Yeah, I think T- it's bigger than a, a rugby league issue, to be honest, because it's it's mm. society expectations. It's not just yeah you know, rugby league fans expecting better yep. from their athletes. So, you know, society now, we're, it's twenty twenty four, we've come way beyond that, even entering the thought that you would say such a thing. So I no. I, I can't. On this instance where previously over the years and we've looked at cases and two blokes said, uh, you know, uh, uh, have got their fists up about the yep. punch and things are said, that can be heat of battle. But this mm. expression cannot be in this case. Um, no. We are far beyond having that uh, logic or that, that sort of defence applied. So he found guilty and I guess they're going to go through all the audio tapes to, to, to see what they pick up. The referee is mic'd up. I would assume there is a feed of this um i'm probably the more i thought about it i thought well you know we're probably not going to deal with it until we go home sorry nrl guys that are over here hoping to have a little bit of time off today before they fly home i think (laughs) they have got to deal with it like now yeah yeah. we'll put it this way the officials are not going home until 11 o'clock tonight most of them so that gives them another let me just check my watch that's another 10 hours away Mm. now i would think sometime in the next two or three hours they they need to examine that audio they need Mm. I, i think Deal with it now. Yeah, if it's it possible to do
1: it, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Get get it get it over and done with. Get it get it done before you get on the planes and fly home. Uh, Cam, we've we've released our eights and our our uh, grand finalists, premiers, wooden spooners. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Have you got? Can you share any light? Shed any light on uh, what you're thinking?
2: Well, well, I know it's early days, and you sort of take the result out of um, what happened yesterday. I still feel as though the Broncos are my favourites for the Premiership. Um, just given the way they played last year, they got so close. They were within, what was it, 15 minutes, 16 minutes
0: mm-hmm.
2: of, uh, of taking out the Premiership. And it, it took an extraordinary effort by uh, the Penrith Panthers to come back and win that game. So um, having been in that position before where you get, <laughs> you get so close to winning a grand final and you're beaten, I, I know exactly what the feeling's like. Spending that whole off season thinking about that one match, not even that whole match. It's it, you'd be thinking about the final fifteen minutes and, and what you could have done differently to, to change the result of that game. So, um, I think there'll be there'll be still be a, a plenty of hurt um, yeah. deep in the soul of the the Broncos players, and, and I reckon they'll they'll come out and for for mine they're going to be the favourites um, as far as the top eight's concerned. Um, do I have any Smokies? I think we'll see. I think we'll see much of the same from um, most of the teams that were in there last year. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the sides that weren't in there. So so that like the sides that might challenge. Mm. Uh, the Eels didn't make it last year. South Sydney didn't no. make it last year. Do, mm. you, do you see
2: either of those jumping into the eight? Well, like the Rabbitohs are a dead set top eight side. Mm. They're a dead set top eight top eight side. But what we have seen from them yesterday was. I feel they're I feel they're they're a, a better football side in general, right, than than the Manly Sea Eagles. But their lapses of concentration cost them. Their lapses of concentration cost them last year. Like they were they were sitting, weren't they leading the comp eleven after rounds. twelve runs? Yep, yep. Yeah, eleven or twelve rounds. Yep. And then and then they go on this this horrible horrible run where they just could not find uh, they could hardly find a victory. Their defence went out the window, and they just they just fell off the cliff at the end of the year. So that's a concerning thing for me for the Rabbitohs is that is that if they can find some consistency, they'll, they'll be well and truly in the top eight. So I'd like to think, yeah, they've got too many good players, too many good players to not be a part of the top eight this year.
1: Mm. Okay, what what about another one that I, I found room for this team? Uh, mm. The Cowboys, very disappointing last year yes. after a great 2022 season. Can they... Mm-hmm.
2: Can they bounce back? Yeah. Well, I had the, I had uh, the Cowboys as um, I think minor premiers last year, and they, yeah. <laughs> they well and truly let me down. <laughs> so I'd like to see, I'd like to think that they're going to bounce back. And again, they're another side with too many quality individuals not to be there. Mm. Um, you know, again, it's just a matter of them finding what made them such a good footy side um, a couple of years back was was their resilience in defence and the way that they were able to, you know, play with a bit of flair, but also play with a bit of control. And I think that that went by the wayside last year. So if they can find that that really good mix where they where they find a sweet spot of their football, I think they should be playing um, some finals footy this year as well.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll head to a break. Uh, now, before that, breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, land pride attachments. Uh, we'll take a break and then we'll be back with Cam before the 7.30 news. Uh, this one from Matt on the Gold Coast says, uh, Good on you, Smitty. Giving back to the game. Great stuff. Uh, how is the coach's salary cap slash sombrero going for the under-15s Carumbin Eagles?
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. no. no uh, thankfully,
2: we're not constrained by salary caps.
1: <laughs> uh, question for Cam. With Melbourne's impeccable round one record, what edge do you mm. think the Storm have over other teams right from the get-go? Spine, co- Spine cohesion, conditioning, mental prep – What's their edge, Cam?
2: Yeah, well, I think all of the above, and I and I think they really gear themselves to be at their best for round one. Just with with everything they do with their with their preparation, game plan, um, building, particularly, I think the one that stands out is their fitness. Um, they seem to be a little bit ahead of most other sides that they come up against in round one. So sometimes, if they, if they're not at their very best footy wise, the fitness will get them over the line. But this is the biggest test, there's no doubt about it, in a long, long time, taking on the reigning premiers first up.
1: Mm. Uh, boys, not an eagle, but I realise it's early days. What do you think of Luke Brooks as a smoky for the Blues, number six? He looked very good fast and direct at six with DC wow. controlling the game. Ooh. Well, he played well, but, like, mm. that's, you know, let, let him, call. Let, him call. let him settle in at Manly before you start yeah. picking him in the origin team. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. Uh, but but I was, thought he was very good, Brendy. He was, Did you? He, yeah, he
1: was. Yeah. He was. Um I don't think looked, it's. I don't think it's any surprise that he did look good. I think yeah. most people thought, well, here is a bloke that just needs a change of clubs. Yeah, he's got the ability. Yeah, uh, he needs to. They need to just take a bit of responsibility off his shoulders because yes. he's got the game.
2: Yep, uh, I, I think you hit hit the nail on the head there. I think just just taking a little bit of responsibility away. Of course, having Daly Cherry Evans there. Um, yeah, he's he's running the team most of the time. So. You know, Brooksy was just allowed to just, you know, hang out wide a little bit and mm. just get the ball when he when he felt he, he should get the ball. And I just love – I actually loved how he took the game on. He ran the ball early. Um, he finished with a try. He nearly scored another one. Um, it was great to see him back to, you know, playing some of his best footy. Cam,
1: you're with us uh, every Monday from 8 a.m. Great to have you back. Great to hear your voice. And, of course, you'll be uh, captain running again with Denon Kemp uh, every Wednesday. Wednesday from midday.
2: That's it. Can't good. wait, boys.
1: Good man. Have a good See week. See you next mate. week. Yep. Good. To, good to talk. Uh, we're here for Bryden's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. Brandy here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live six am to nine am weekdays. Just tune your radio into eleven seventy am in Sydney.